What's up, everyone? Thank you for tapping in today. This is a kind of an episode four slash continuation of the last episode, episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we had some things that we still wanted to talk about, but uh, DJ had to rock out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I had to go get my little man, you know. Your little, you got a kid now too? No, no, my cousin. My okay, man, you no. trying to call me out. I want to make sure you ain't got no kid now. No kids at no all. Kids. Ever. Not that we hate kids. Like, actually, I love kids. Like, I'm irresponsible, bro. I no. Like, in another universe, I would, I would, I would be a father. I love kids. Yeah, yeah. But you know, what's that meme? I make bad financial decisions. You know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> kids take away from your money, take away from your time. That and I, I need geese, bro. What's your favorite key brand? Honestly, it's kind of hard. Um, I have a hard time finding geese that fit my legs. Okay. Like, well, just so I really can't rock with Shoyo Roll. They have all the ones that I like, but the pants just don't fit. And then uh, what's the one with the panda bear on it? Um, Inverted or something like that, right? Yeah, that's the that's the one I usually rock with. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, they, they have the best fitting pants. Okay. Yeah, but other than that. It don't matter. I'll, I'll darts choke you in any, in any gi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll Peruvian necktie you in any gi. That's what's up. I'm kidding. I'm not calling nobody out. Although I do love the Peruvian necktie. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I can't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like a lack in flexibility. Somewhere in the transi- transition, I get caught and it's either really slow or really sloppy and I, it's never a finishing move for me. Mm. Um so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to run me through that. Man, it's it's so simple. It's especially I love wrestlers. Wrestlers who like just try to just we're gonna get that leg at all costs. <laughs> Go ahead, focus on that leg. Give me all the time I need to get my gi out. And oh, you don't you don't you're not gonna block when I come through and connect it to my hand. You're just gonna let it sit there. Okay, now you can have the leg, because I need the leg over your head now. Go ahead, take it. You know what's funny? So with with, with wrestlers, mm-hmm. It's always like, whenever you first start, it's like, this guy's a wrestler. Like, it's about to be a bad time. But as you start going, you realize that wrestlers really only understand forward at first. Like, eventually they break out of it, but at first they just understand forward. And then even when they break out of it, when you pressure someone, they go back to their natural instinct. Mm -hmm. And for them, it's forward. Forward. And that's why, like, I love it because those are the people I catch in submissions. Cause they they're just like oh, I don't know what to do. Forward, <laughs> yep. go forward, yeah, right man. into my Peruvian necktie. Okay, so we do have a uh, we do have to talk about something because last time DJ on episode one was complaining that he had not been promoted in a long time. I wasn't complaining. Yeah, you're right. You were you weren't complaining. You just stated that you would like to get promoted because it hadn't been a while. Go ahead. Sit, sit. I don't want to take the words it, out of your mouth. I was just saying it had been a while since my last promotion, but that, okay. that's, that's it. That's but, it. But but you had to wait a little bit longer though, right? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I, <laughs> I got promoted, but Pot of Vince, Pot of Vince. Hold on, we we got it. We got no 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 no. Where's the clap? <laughs> there we go. Thank you, thank you. I got I got promoted. Shortly after the first episode, 
but I had to wait. Like the day I showed up, they called my name. I got turned into a meme in my in my jujitsu gym <laughs> for for sure. Because uh, I forgot my belt. I forgot my belt. That's uh, I, I'm a purple belt, and I made a white belt mistake. Mm-hmm. Forgot my belt, and I had to wait a few more days. I had to wait a few more days. Uh, I had to do a few more up downs than I probably would have had to do the next day in conditioning class. And that's about it. That's about oh. And I got a little, you know, I got, you know, Armin talk a little shit to me for yeah. sure for like three days. Yeah. How did, uh, how did it feel to have to wait? Or like, did it feel good to get that after you, you just said that? Like that you want to get promoted? Was it almost like manifest today? I would say, I would say possibly a manifestation. Um, for me, I was dealing with kind of like thinking that I wasn't progressing. Um, and like, it's, I don't think it's, it's something that anybody should really fall into. I think it's just a me thing. Okay. But after like being at a certain spot for a year and not getting a promotion, I started kind of feeling like, damn, am I not progressing? Am I not doing anything? But there's always other variables. There's other factors. There's other things, you know, and then like some gyms don't really promote that often. And when they do, they promote a lot of people at once. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. And then I did miss some time because of some other injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's nothing crazy. But if I'm not mistaken, didn't you get a promotion as well? I did. I did. Uh, I got promoted to uh, three stripes. Uh, so I'm a three stripe blue bone now. But uh, okay, it is what it is to me. It's not like, not not to scoff at it. Like to me, from the beginning, stripes have never mattered to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how I felt. It's like stripes are only just like. Like you were saying, like a little knowledge. Okay, I'm moving forward. But for me, I'm not trying to look at this game as, am I moving forward right now every day? I'm just trying to be involved and be present in the game, if that makes sense. No, I feel you. I feel you. And I try and I try and like keep that mindset. But after a while, it's like, uh, it's just that human, that that human nature to, I guess, want some kind of validation for the time. Um and it's crazy that it's like a piece of tape that jujitsu people are like, I bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got my tape, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's really all it was. But yeah, no, it was pretty it was pretty lit. And then uh, I missed the class where you got promoted, but I knew it was coming. Yeah, no. Nah, I knew nah. it was coming. No, actually, like I didn't get any stripe from White Belt either. Cause I left um so I believe the gym I was at, I think they do, uh, I think uh, he does promotions, like kind of big group promotions, like ceremonies. Uh, so I left the gym before any promotions happened. Okay. So I imagine I would have got a stripe or some strikes or I would have got a belt promotion or would have got told to work on something and then got promoted at some point at that point. But I didn't get any. So I went straight to Rio and I was down in Rio for, you know, three months and, uh, like my last week, uh, that's when I got promoted. So it was like I I didn't get stripes. So oh, actually, okay. Armand's the only professor. It's it's so it's so funny, um, because I was I was at another gym, and just because I moved to up here in this area, I found Armand uh, and A side uh, up in uh, North Hollywood area, and so that's how I ended up there. And it. Even when I left there and went across to the country to the East Coast, when I came back, I still get I didn't get promoted there. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at the gym I was at off uh, in the East Coast. And shout out Revolution BJJ. Uh, there, if you're in uh, Richmond, Virginia, 
Uh, they are the ish. They're an academy. They get, they got Muay Thai. They got, oh, you know, shit. they got judo classes. They have only takedown classes. They just, they run a really tight ship. They're a solid, solid, solid gym. Uh, Who is this? Revolution. That's crazy. I have family in Richmond, so yeah, if I'm ever yeah. out there, I might pull up. Daniel, he uh, he runs a really solid crew out there, and uh, uh, you know I got some really good training partners out there. Is that oh. Bruno? Ah man, he oh he got promoted. He was a purple belt, I believe. He's a brown belt now. So yeah, he's he's that you dude is savage. You want to know what's crazy about brown belts? What I fear them more, bro. Why? Like just because whatever you get your black belt i feel like a lot of black belts kind of like like most black belts are like okay i know this now it's i'm gonna teach i'm gonna mm-hmm. help i'm gonna progress yeah brown belts are like the tasmanian devil bro you don't know, you know? <laughs> they're there to eat <laughs> they're going to eat and they don't care who you are and like there it's always a fun role but I feel like brown belts are the belts that have always consistently got the most of me, whereas black belts are trying to teach me something in the role. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, con- so congratulations to your friend. Don't hurt people though. No, no. He's, 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 they need it over. I mean, not that they need it. That, um, you know, the, they have this 6 a.m. no gi class where you just, all you do is roll. Bro, it is. You would think like 6 a.m. class is like, oh, ain't nobody rolling. No, we come in there hard. Just, just, man, I wish there's like, I didn't really film over there um, because I just, I wasn't established and I was a guest. I didn't really feel comfortable, you know, trying to like film and a guest and having that whole thing. Plus Daniel didn't really seem like he wanted me to, so I didn't like push. But I wish I could have filmed some stuff because it was some, it was some good rolling in there. Oof, that's hard, bro. (laughs) <laughs> That's hard. Just cause at six in the morning, I'm trying to, you know, nah, trying nah. to wake up and watch a little, like watch watch a little bit of my phone and. Nah, bro. That's that's how killers are made. I'm telling you, like, that's honestly. Um, we talked about knowing my jujitsu. That's where I really got to know my jujitsu. Okay. okay. Because I had nothing to prove. Like, I, I'm not getting promoted there. I know I'm not getting promoted there. And if I do, it's like by sheer happenstance of luck. I'm not there long enough. So what can I do? Well, look, let's not even that's why, like, I don't even that's why I'm saying I don't care about promotions. Like when I get promoted, I get promoted. I'm gonna sit back. I I took it way back then to just sit back and just relax, enjoy the process of how much can I learn, how far can I go, how far can I push myself, and what is the best that I can be and who do I wanna be as far as that goes. Yeah. So that like that's that's the best way to learn. Like yeah. I I don't think it's cool that some gyms are like, oh, if you train here, you can't go to other gyms. Gyms that are like that, get over yourself. Yeah. Like you can't you can't get used to some like a set of people and then expect yourself to progress when you're doing the same thing every day. You know what I mean? Uh, you need to find different styles. Like going to Virginia was probably and like you said, that's when you kind of figured out what your game was. Mm-hmm. It's because they were showing you something different and you had to go into your bag of what you physically and naturally knew what was best for you. Yes, 100%. So going to other gyms, other open mats is super beneficial, super beneficial. Which is why, um, like, I feel like when I've done the best in jujitsu is when I've been going around and training at other gyms, going to different open mats and stuff. I feel like that's when I've done the best. Yeah, so I... 
I've trained long enough to like kind of break in like into periods of like different areas and I've gone to enough gyms where I can break into like, okay, this is like this era, I guess. And when I was in Vegas and I was like, like I had my main gym, Cabrini South, Mike, what up? Um, But when I was going to other gyms and he was fine with me going to other gyms and that was around the time where I was like, I'll submit everybody in this mall at the same time if I have to. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly how I felt in those time periods. Um, I feel like uh, what I ended up doing uh, is I I, want to do this in another uh, episode. So we'll talk about about setting up training camps for yourself. But there was a period in time where I, when I was training for competition, I, I wasn't going to competition classes with the group on Sundays. I was going to open mats anywhere in the South. Any, anywhere in the city I could find. I want the biggest, I want the baddest dudes, I want to see mm-hmm. them all, and I want to see what they had, and I want to see if they had surprises for me. That's where I was at. That dog. <laughs> <laughs> that dog also, you know, he, uh, that was an injury ago, you know, there's, there's a little bit more to that, but I think at the time also I was trying to prove myself that I belonged on the mats. Now I'm trying to prove to myself that I can stay on the mats, if that makes sense. I feel you. What do you think like made it to like feel like you didn't belong on the mats? Uh, I think just, you know, I started late. I started really late. I had no prior history, no prior training. Um, I mean, like I had an idea, you know, um, of like, I, like growing up, my dad would, you met my, you met my dad today. Yeah. You know? Uh, my, my, to clarify, I, I have, a I, I know I said my dad died. I have two fathers. I have a stepfather and I consider him my dad as well. So very, you know, uh, modern family here, guys. So anyways, so I was blessed with two pops. Um, So my dad, he would, um, him and my uncle, they would, uh, yeah, it's kind of hot. I might take my cap off too at some point. Um, Yeah, my uncle, uh, they would like hold me down and he was an army guy. So, you know, he had some training and stuff. So he would hold me down, tie me up, pin me up and stuff. And then uh, my uncle, uh, my playing, well, you know how I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would jump in, and they would just they would jump me, hold me down. That was their fun. It's like <laughs> oh, when I was a teenager, so I would just wiggle. They used to tie me up in duct tape and stuff, and I would like break out and like yeah, they would tie me to chairs and stuff. Like it was, but it was all fun. Like I enjoyed it. It wasn't like it was torture. Like it was okay, something okay. I enjoyed. It was like hey, we gonna wrestle. Like and actually, I need. I probably I needed martial arts back then. We just didn't know that. Excuses didn't have the money. Yeah, didn't understand the priorities or something like that for you know maybe someone who's dealing with the the, the trauma and background that I came from. Yeah, know? yeah. Honestly, we I think we talked about it in the first episode. I think everybody needs some kind of martial arts training for discipline, and like you walk around different when you feel comfortable. You're not afraid to be yourself when yeah. you feel like it's like yeah, I said what I said. I'm I am who I am. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, one hundred percent, and that's what what I love about jujitsu. It it's helped me know myself even more. Um, oh, it's progressed me down a path of just being like, no, this is who I am. I'm, I'm comfortable with that, even if it makes you uncomfortable, even if it's a little weird for me sometimes. Even if I'm like, am I this person? I don't know about this person. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I de- I definitely get you. Like, uh, there's a there's a huge like split in like. I was one way for so long, like playing football. Like I told you, like I was real, yeah. I was real cocky. Like I was, I looking back, I would find myself insufferable. Same with like, me. I, like my when I'm pretty sure my lady didn't like really like me that much when we first met, and that's probably why. Um, 
But I think that's growth, not to cut you off, go. Yeah, well, it's definitely growth, but like I don't think I would have ever found that growth if I didn't pull up to a gym one day and like, man, I'm about to mop everyone in here and then spend an hour just on my on my back, breathing for air, gasping. Yeah. So it's hum it's humbling and you have to be humbled before you can grow. And that's, that's well, yeah, no life. big facts. And I think um I'm a little hard headed, so life had to humble me a lot. And it's probably I don't know if I found jujitsu at the time when I've been mature enough to humble my ego enough to like handle jujitsu, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like that, that feeling that I feel like a lot of blue belts get that they feel like, Oh, I can take on anyone now, bro. You have you ever been punching your face? Me? No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm sure you've probably been in fights before, but I'm saying like, the number of people who I've talked to that are blue belts and above who have never been in an actual fight, never actually been punched, oh, that yeah. think just because they knew jujitsu that they're going to be okay in a fight. And they're going to be okay in most situations. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting jujitsu. And I think jujitsu is freaking perfect for, you know, exactly that. But I think there there is a rude awakening if you're not training strikes with jujitsu. With your jujitsu, man, I cannot speak. Yeah, no, no. So I, <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's like uh, every everything has um, everything has its gray areas in martial arts, and the, the fact yeah. of the matter is, there's no complete martial art. Exactly. Um, jujitsu, in my eyes, is a connector. Yes. It teaches you how to gauge distance, control distance, close distance, like gain distance, and then if the fight goes to the ground. A boxer doesn't know what to do there. 100%. A you boxer won't know to do if they get leg kicked. We were talking about that yesterday. Exactly. So at the at the end of the day, to me, jiu-jitsu is a, is a connector for it all. Honestly, I look at jiu-jitsu as mixed martial arts. Like jiu-jitsu to me is MMA because yeah. it's what started it. It's what I believe started the fundamental change in people's fighting techniques that kind of and it brought everything together. I, like you said, it's you know it, it's the connector. Without jujitsu, I don't think we would be at the level of martial arts we are today. I could be a hundred percent wrong, but no. I, so I I do agree with you. Just because like like in order for it to be like the the connector, it needed to be that catalyst at the same time because yes. it's so important. But at the end of the day, if you just have jujitsu. You have, like, that's all you have. You're, so, you're still in danger. That's why I believe that it's important to like look at jujitsu from the aspect of um, it's not about just having jujitsu and to say, oh, I can fight on the ground. No, you need to be able to handle yourself standing. So if that means you have to incorporate wrestling, that means you have to incorporate judo. If that means you have to incorporate samba, whatever, whatever branch of standing grappling to understand how to control a situation and get a, a situation to the ground or deescalate, disengage from a situation, you're you're doing yourself a disservice in that aspect. I get not want to take strikes for head trauma, things like that. Yep. But I think it's important that you're training striking with your jujitsu, even if it's just simulated. You know, get some gloves, have have someone you trust, your training partner. Just like you and me, we could do this sometimes. You know what oh, I mean? I, I know you're down for this. The, like I'm not. The, and then the dummies, you can use the the dummies. Yes. Yeah, like it, it doesn't always have like they have them for sparring and everything like that, but like. You have to know some kind of like stand up, some kind of like with your hands. But you you mentioned it, bro. Sambo and judo dudes progress through jujitsu like a lightning. They do. 
But go it's ahead. terrifying. <laughs> it's it terrifying. is. It is terrifying. What is really nice though is just like with wrestlers, you can kind of prey on what they're going to do instinctually. So if you can shut that down or show them that you're not afraid of that game, then it presses them to, you know, maneuver differently. At least that's what I found in my my experience. The only reason that I kind of don't like playing that game with judo guys mm-hmm. is because that's that was the kind of like my first shoulder injury in oh, jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And there's levels to everything in judo. Like whenever you get to the higher level of what they what they do, those throws and stuff, you can be staring this dude in the face one second and the next thing you know, you're looking up at the roof, not really knowing how you got there. <laughs> yeah. You're just floating. Yeah. There's a, there's this judo guy. Uh, he's a brown belt. Um, I think he's a black belt in judo, but he's a brown belt in jujitsu um, at uh, my old gym, Leon. Shout out to Leon Jiu-Jitsu, Los Alamitos, uh, California. Uh, Coach Bill uh, runs a really tight ship down there. Bunch of, bunch of hungry dogs. Just hungry. I shouldn't say dogs. Hungry lions because um, uh, we're lions down there uh so we might have to pull up no we're gonna pull up uh soon i actually need to text coach bill i haven't talked to him in a while so all right yeah. shit i'm trying to pull up yeah let's pull up. pull up yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you said dogs i was like where I mean, no 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 dog bro well they ain't leveled by that they lions bro where lions then los alamitos look what uh, uh you know i'm i i told you every episode i'm with the smoke Let's go. I'm with the smoke. Let's pull up. I got, like, we're going to go south. We're going to do Orange County Shore soon. I've been hitting my people up. I just haven't had the time or, uh, like, honestly, been so busy working, just all this stuff, to to drive down to, you know, you know how it is. L.A. traffic, y'all. Woo! L.A. traffic with a city slow. Yeah. Y'all know how to rhyme goes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, We talked about... Uh, the name of the show, My Hero Academia. And so I wanted to talk about some of the moments. So I'm going to say spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the show. And I'm going to try to keep it to where I'm not giving away too much of the story plot, where I'm more talking about the mindset and how these people and these characters are operating as opposed to what, you know, what actually happened. Uh, so spoiler alert, um, if you haven't watched it, and I still encourage you to watch it because it's still that freaking good. Um, that's just, that's just what I think. Uh, so what do you, you've watched how, what season are you in? Cause I think I ruined something for you last time. You, you ruined like what's in the manga. Um, but I'm, I'm caught up in the seasons. Um, you're in season six. The, for the, what's it called? For my hero. For, it's on Hulu right now. So the last thing I seen was Lady Nagant. She has like, uh, she like turns into. Okay, a- yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's season six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they, we had the whole Dark Deku phase and all that. I seen that. Okay, I that's what that. I didn't. I didn't go past that. You said something that happened in the manga. No. Uh, well, I was watching it last week. So <laughs> after I think after you said it, I started watching it. Again. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So, um, okay. So. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> let's not do that. Excited. Uh, yeah, hella excited. Um, one of my favorite, like every time I go do a tournament, is something I go back to and watch um, just because I like the little messages that, that come along with it as far as competition goes. Are there any moments in the show that stand out to you that kind of help you with competition or that just help you on your jujitsu journey in general? Yeah, so I'm like big on speeches. Okay. Like I'm big on speeches and uh, there's 
there's two moments I uh, that I'm like that like before tournaments I'll go back and listen to one of those speeches. Okay. One is whenever All Might and All for One are fighting. And like okay. it's kind of the it's like his final blow before he puts dude down. He's Camino like I'm, Ward? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and okay. he's like, I'm I'm pretty much fighting for the next for the next generation and mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold this flame until I can't no more. Like stuff like that. My Hero Academia has a lot of like content like that. So like I'll find myself like looking up those speeches with like a like a hip hop like background music or okay. something like that. You mentioned before earlier when we were talking, uh, the girl Uraka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's fighting in the uh the in the tur- tournament. In the sports tournament in the first one, yeah. Yeah, she was she stood no chance. No chance against Bakugo. And he was a savage. Yeah, he didn't hold back. He used his powers to his maximum. Someone who's supposed to be recruited by the top level class, class one A. Mm-hmm. He he's the top of that class, pretty much. And he used his power to its full extent, destroyed the ring, and she pretty much outsmarted him. She didn't pull out the win. But she definitely hit him with a lick he wasn't expecting. And he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't expecting. It. And I think that's a that's 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 one mes- uh, lesson that I love from that show is like, you may be scared, you may know that your opponent has you outmatched, has you outnumbered, have you has you outgunned in whatever which way. But if you stay calm, focus, think of a solid plan. And, and try to execute to it, it and stick to it. You might actually come out ahead. And if you don't come out ahead, you'll find out something about yourself that you never thought you would know. Yeah. And that whole episode dealt a lot with like self-doubt because mm-hmm. whenever it shows like inside of like her inner monologue, she's talking about, she's like, I can't beat this dude. Like the first half of the episode, she's like, I can't beat this yeah, dude. Yeah, 100%. And then she just snapped. And what I love even more was like, she had the opportunity to have help from her friends, which like I think it's very important to get help from your friends. And I think what was really great about this moment for her is she realized, hey, I've been relying too much on the help of my friends. So guys, don't help me on this. I have to get better. The only way I'm going to get better is if I take on this challenge without any help at all. Big facts. Big facts. And that's like... That's so important to know yourself, to know, like, this is what I need to get better. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to progress. This is what I need. And, like, sometimes it's not always easy. Yeah. Not always an easy thing. Sometimes it's going to be pro- painful, whether it be emotionally, physically. It's going to come with some type of discomfort. 100%, yeah. But in, like, just the just the willingness, the, the willingness, yeah, the willingness, yeah, the willingness. To, to just dive into it mm-hmm. is what I take from that. Who is a... Uh... Who's your favorite character on the show? You know, I like villains, bro. Who's your favorite villain? I like <sighs> the vil- I like the villain storyline. I actually really like it. It's, it's compelling. So I like I like the villains who have just crazy monologues where it's like, yo, he's snapping. Like, so all um all for one is kind of my dude. Um, okay, come. <laughs> okay, I like villains, but maybe I don't know enough about all for one story. Well, but well, so here's the thing. He right now he there is no redemption in my eyes for that character. So it's not about like the redemption. I don't even really like the powers. It's just like every time he comes on the screen, he gives you something to think about. And sometimes he's like a little mm. like he's definitely off. Like he's definitely gone to the the far side of evil. Mm-hmm. But if you grasp what he's talking about, 
Like, give me, you got to give me an example now. You can't just say, because... So I'm whenever, not, whenever he, he's uh, ultimate evil to me, he, like, like, you is. know, I hate bullies. He's a bully. Like he's everything he, I hate. He is. Okay. But there's a, there's a part wherever, um, all Mike goes to see him after he's already been kind of like subdued. He's, he's chained right up. after the award. Yeah. Copy. Okay. So right after that, they go to see him. And they're having a discussion and he's pretty much like, you think you're creating the world for a better place, but you're really not. You're oppressing somebody somewhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the people who are doing all these bad things, why are they doing it? You know, he's pretty much letting them know, like, there's reasons, like everybody has their reason and you're, you're thinking that your cause is better than them is oppressing them. Okay. And like, again, he goes to the far end, but mm-hmm. he's not wrong at the same time. But to go further it like like i don't know i just like the way he delivers his messages okay you know i get what you're saying you know <laughs> that is true i think examples of that you know portray out in society uh, through all the things we're dealing with now yeah so i think it's very i think you're right but i can't he, say that i like this character because he gives good speeches so it's if not he, a justifiable reason to overlook all the evil stuff that this man has done look i've never said that i'm right <laughs> I never said that okay, I'm right. Okay, as long as we can but, agree on that, I'm joking. But I 100 percent agree with you that he's evil as he's evil as shit. Yeah, but um, I take it. I take it. It's like if he was a real dude, I'd be like, oh, he's a piece of shit. We got to get him out of here. Mm-hmm. But because he's on like an animated TV show, I'm fine with it. You 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 separate the character from from everything. Yeah, and then like uh, I also like Shigaraki because I feel like he's a little misunderstood, but he is definitely. And see, like that one hundred percent. Like I was rewatching that my last comp, and I don't know why. I'm not watching anything about the tournaments, but I'm just hooked on that section you're talking about. Go, I I feel like I cut you off. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, what what section are you talking about? Uh, the just watching his whole backstory, and because I I watched um, where he just fought uh, uh, the the stress guy. Um, head of the Paranormal Liberation Army. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot his actual name. Yeah, the, the, uh, he's like he's the ugly. weird, ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like, like a, pointy a, nose. A weird guru type, like guru from uh, the Minions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird by yeah, we own it. Um, but uh, he he was fighting him, and I was watching Awakening. So they're telling his backstory, and you were seeing everything that happened with him as far as how his father treated him, how. He was never explained. Like, that's kind of the thing with, like, parents, right? They tell you these rules. They don't really tell you why. You're just supposed to listen to them and do what they say. And he was kind of put in that scenario. And at the end of the day, his parent was misguided and ended up treating his son like shit. Yeah, whenever I've seen his backstory, like, that's one thing, like, people look at anime and they're like, oh, it's weird, it's weird. Some of the best stories, like, I've never, like, gotten emotional for for TV. Anime has came the closest. Bro, I cry almost all the time when I watch anime. Almost all the time I cry. That, yeah, bro, because, like, there's some stories where it's just like, how fucking could you, though? <laughs> how could you? <laughs> And that's one of them. Shigarakis is one of to them. To a child, like how can you do, how can you be so cruel and mean to a child? And it goes back to what we've been talking about is fear, 
Because yeah. he was afraid because his dad, you know, had fear and traumas and insecurities because of what his parents did to him. And it's just this generation, this generational trauma that is going on and on and on and on. Yeah. And like, it's crazy because now, like, like this last year, like, like in tw- like around 2020, mental health became big. Big. Yeah. And this last year, it's been like a big push for men's mental health. And like that, I'm a huge advocate for. Like, I don't really think a lot of people get the time or the space or especially men to like really express how they feel and be heard and yeah. not judged. I agree. I um, agree. And that trauma's just kind of been instilled for so long with the boys don't cry, things like that. Like the fact that you can like admit and like, yeah, I cried. Like, I don't cry. And like, there's times that I want to cry, but like, mm-hmm. even like because of that, like that that's been hammered through men for so many years, I won't allow it. Yeah, I was uh, I was blessed. Um, shout out to uh, my three moms, R.I.P. Uh, V.G. Uh, that's, that's my one mom that's passed. Um, I was blessed with three moms. There's a whole parameter that don't worry about it. I got one real blood mom, obviously the rest are semantics. Um, (laughs) you know how black people do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, play cousins, (laughs) play moms, play uncles. We, we all over the place. Uh, it's cause we, we got, it's, it's because I think because culturally as black people are Hispanics, Asians, uh, Jewish people, um, yeah, like Middle Eastern people, every last culture, unity together. We rock together. We stick together. Yeah. Caucasians, we rock together. We stick together. Yeah. Black people, <laughs> us against the world. You us try. against the world. <laughs> and it, it, I, I think, I think that mentality is changing. And I think, um, uh, and I, I have hope for society and I have hope for our people. Um, and I say our people being a, a child who is actually multinational because I come from Hispanic culture as well. I come like, I'm so mixed. You can't even, you can't even put me in a box, which is always, which is always weird for me. Like growing up, race was always a weird thing. People would obviously be like, make fun of me and stuff. They'd be like, oh, you're black or you're this, you're that. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm human, bro. Like I'm just human. Like, why does it have to be color? Like, why can't it just be like you and me? You like jujitsu? I like jujitsu. You want to get better at jujitsu? Yeah. Let's get better at jujitsu. Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu, I Let's go. You know? <laughs> but it, it's funny because um, my brother, we always have this saying, like, family's not always just blood. Like, yeah. you can choose who your family is. And I have such a support group in my brothers that, I, that I've that i talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, good, bad, ugly. They've called me on my bullshit, and I feel like that's what keeps me grounded. Like, 100%. that's what – they're not yes men by any means. Um. But yeah, man, like I feel like every man needs that needs that space. One hundred percent to open up. And whether and whether it be like and like if your outlet is watching anime and stuff like that, like you should like I fuck with anime heavy, obviously. Yeah. But as a man you need to take time to decompress like whatever it be, video games, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you do your thing. And if it makes you cry, cry. Cry. And that was the point of me saying that I had uh, three moms at the end of the day is that I was, I wasn't necessarily, it wasn't like, oh, you should cry, 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 cry. Um, but it was like, hey, 
How do you feel? Do you feel like crying? That's okay. Let it out. Yeah. And, and it's a healthy emotion. It's okay to cry. As you know, I believe even uh, my 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 my, uh, my my father has promoted that as well too. So it was very much a situation where crying was healthy. It was a healthy emotion to have. It wasn't something you should hide. And so for me, crying was okay. But it became like you'll never see me cry. If I don't trust you, but now, not now for me, it's like, no, I I'll cry in front of everyone. It doesn't matter because I feel like the more I'm honest with that, the more that's going to help other people out there who, who might feel the same way or feel negative about crying to see like, however they see me or perceive me. Cause I don't know how the world perceives me. I don't know how people perceive me once they tell me, and you've been like, you're one of the few people who have been honest enough to share how you see me. Um, there are other people who have done that. And then I kind of get an insight and it's like, okay, that kind of aligns with what I hope that people are seeing sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but um, hopefully if they perceive me in a way of being strong or uh, some some sort of inspiration of some sort, that seeing me cry lets them know it's okay for them to cry. Yeah, like, uh, so I, like when I decided I had my little man, uh, my cousin, like he's 12. He's 12 mm-hmm. and like it's it's crazy because um he's so much like me. He's so he's so much like me and he grew up like listening to me like his dad. His dad was around but he was doing other shit. Yeah. Um and I didn't realize how much he like looked up to me and like I've kind of grown from that person I was that he grew up watching. He's 12 now so like 10 years ago, I was a completely different person and he used yeah. to just kind of kick it with me. And I didn't think he was like picking up that much, but he's just like me, bro. And he's just like me. So I kind of want to keep bettering myself so he can see what I become faster. Yeah. As And like, he's not afraid to come to me with these things and ask me these things. And I hope he knows that it's okay to, you know, because that's honestly why I picked him up. He's having trouble at home. Okay. He doesn't feel like he has anyone to go to. So I need to start mending that relationship to let him know that that is what I'm for. Yeah. 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 And what I learned, um, I had a period where I had my little brothers living with me and shout out to my baby bros. I love y'all. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I love y'all to freaking death. Um, uh, but I had them living with me and I realized very early on, I was like, oh yeah, I don't want kids. I was like, (laughs) they... I understand why Shigaraki's dad did what he did at the end of the day. I understand why every dad does what they do because it is hard to lead by example. Mm -hmm. You want your kids to do the right thing, uh, be a certain way, but it's hard for you to do it yourself. And some men, they get it locked in. They know exactly what to do. They they stay that line or they they at least can keep the mask on enough in front of their children. Um, I just think it's hard. And it's it's hard to be disciplined and it's hard to be consistent. And then when you have another life relying on you and then watching you, it's it's astronomically harder. Yeah, it it's crazy. Like I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna have kids. I don't I don't think I will, but you know, I, yeah. you never know. Uh I like I like the process too much. <laughs> but um, but uh yeah, man, like that's that's like my fear is just cause especially I didn't really like I had my grandpa, uh-huh. but I didn't have like someone in the house to look at. Like that's how, yeah, how they move every day. So it's, yeah, 
Yeah, no, no, no I, it's just leading by example. And I, you know, I hope that as I get, I'm trying to be better at what I do. I'm still, it's a learning process. Knowing yourself, I think just like jujitsu, it's always, you're always going to be doing it. If you're not willing to like develop yourself, you're going to fall stagnant. Um, which kind of, I guess, leads us into our next thing is about overcoming your weaknesses and um, how maybe you approach coming over your weaknesses, especially when you talk about like your uh, your little man, like your little your cousin nephew. I just don't, I don't know how much information you want out. So. No, no, it's okay. good. It's my cousin, uh, my okay. aunt's, my aunt's. Son. Okay, okay. So you're, you're uh, so um, leading by example, right? Obviously, he's going to pick up on your weaknesses. I imagine there might be a scenario now where he's already seen something and acts away. He's like, dang, that's not how you should be acting. And I used to do that same thing. Yeah, so it's it's there's good and bad with it. So I definitely, the only way I know how is because I'm, I'm an honest person. I'm, okay. I'm all about being genuine. I don't really care to lie to you. Say. I was taught that people lie out of fear. I ain't afraid of y'all. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, like I just pretty much have to tell him, like I have to respect the fact that he's a smart kid, and I have to let him know, like you know what, man, I taught you a certain way. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, bro. I was wrong, and I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much explain to him why I was wrong and how to fix it. And even if it's something that I'm still working on, just let him know, like I'm bringing this to your attention now, just so you know. Okay. That it's it's better to start working on it now than later. Okay. So how do you, I guess, let me go back. Um, no, you're fine. Uh, how do you How do you approach overcoming your weaknesses now, like looking back on like some things you may have like? Like in life or? Just you- in life. We could do jujitsu, life. I just, because I think like we were talking about earlier, everything translates, right? Yeah. And I know there are certain places where I've realized in jujitsu that when I focused on that weakness, I've gotten better in life with it. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. My weakness in life and my weakness in jiu-jitsu are one and the same. Okay. They're one and the same. Um, I'll start – well, there's two. I'll start doubting myself. I doubt myself in life, and mm-hmm. I won't go for things. Like first episode, I told you that I've wanted to be on a podcast for a while. Yeah. I've always talked myself out of it. Like I've always mentally like like th- thought to myself, like, no one's going to watch or like I mm-hmm. don't like – like, why do people care what I have to say? <laughs> That's how um, I feel now, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know – it's not, it's not up for me to decide. Like that's yeah. what I had to realize. It's up for the people to decide if they wanna, yeah, if they wanna hear me. Um, so talking myself out of things, and then I would say getting too comfortable and getting too comfortable. What like I what I mean is like like in jujitsu right now. After mm-hmm. I hurt my knee, I'm healed now. I'm fine for all sense and purposes. I should be consistent. I haven't been consistent like the exactly. last like week and a half. So. I think I just need to like discipline myself to start doing what's right instead of doing what's right 80% of the time, taking a break 20% of the time so I can be 100%, you know? I know I agree with you. And I think, uh, I keep saying I think, but I know for myself, um, that's why I'm taking a break um, from competing because I know I need to lose weight and I know I need to do it properly. And it's just... I can do it whenever I want. And that's that's the weakness of it. It's like, yeah, I can do it whenever I want. I drop 20 pounds here, 30 pounds there. It's not an issue anymore. I know how to do it. I know how to manipulate my body. I know how to go, okay, if I want this result, I'm going to restrict this amount of calories. I'm going to cut out sodium. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to eat healthier. And it's just not something that I want to do all the time. 
Yeah, like you definitely have to like take breaks to keep yourself happy. Like, me- like again, mental health that plays into it. Yeah, like 100%. consistently eating food that you're like, I'm not really feeling this, but I have to eat this because of uh, that. That plays a factor. It plays yeah. a factor in your happiness just because the food. The food's good. We don't got a lot. Food's good as shit. You know, um, but. Yeah, like you have to be able to take those breaks and take that time. Like competing three sixty five isn't isn't necessarily beneficial for your game. Um, it's actually kind of like upping your chance of getting hurt. For me, I don't mind competing. I don't think I would mind competing three sixty five if I wasn't trying to play catch up. Um, whereas I'm like I'm trying to rehab injuries and get other things tightened up and better at the same time like i really need to take the time and really rehab my knees solidly before i go through another competition push um because i definitely do didn't do the rehab 100 percent properly as of last year because i was i was was, there was goals i was trying to get and when you go to a school you know you have your professors and your coaches wanting something out of you and sometimes your body just can't give it but you still try a little bit and you try the best you can. But it's like you said, mental health is a lot. And I know with me, when everything's going smoothly on the plan, we're good. But let a pebble, any, just a pebble coming that road, I stumble, I trip and I'm falling. It's like a four week derail. Yeah. And that, and that's what I mean. Like staying consistent, <laughs> yes. just letting, just letting stuff knock me off track. Yeah. Um, And like, being mentally tough is all, like you have to do it a hundred percent percent of the time, and I don't mm-hmm. think I've reached that point to where I'm like a hundred percent. Like certain things, I'll I have the discipline to do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, dieting, however, man, every time I walk in the store, they have like all the pre like every store is surrounded by eighty fast food chains, and mm-hmm. then like, and my discipline breaks down when it comes to like food and stuff. Okay, so like you know, but I've done it before. It's just something that I have to like zero in on and this be my focus. And then it's going back to that, that like that same feeling of like a tournament push. Like I have to do this because of this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I think what's really helped me is just looking at um, food and looking at my body as nutrition. When I want to compete, when I know I'm competing, I'm like, I'm an athlete. I need, I need to be top of the line. I am 35. I can't be eating McDonald's for fuel. I can't be, uh, you know, eating any trash or garbage for fuel. My problem is uh, I'm addicted to Albanese gummy bears. They're the best. They're the sweetest. They're chewiest. They also have red dyes in them, so they're probably horrible for me. Oh, so I've never been a candy dude, mm-hmm. um, but... So do you think there's a difference between gummy bears and gummy worms? Yes and no. There's a huge difference. There's there's a difference, and there's also a difference in manufacturers. Trust me, I've tried every brand, every last oh, known so to a, man. You're a gummy bear I've addict. I've every, like, this is why I say I have a problem, because I, I love them so much. But I know what it is. It's something about them tastes like my childhood. Mm, that's okay. what it is it's the only place I can find that it's only like only time I can get that is when um, I I have those gummy bears it's like that flavor that's funny that's funny because uh, I, I've always been weird like so growing up my favorite candy was a payday okay so the I got, nuts and yeah, the caramel I, I pause 
<laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, but nah. My mom used to make fun of me because she's like, why are you an eight-year-old liking candies that are supposed to go with coffee? Ah, and so she's okay. always called me like an old man because of that shit. <laughs> but like, to, like red vines hurt my teeth because they're too sweet. And like gummy bears, they're like I like them, mm-hmm. but if I eat too many of them, like it makes my jaw clench and I don't like it. So like anything that's like too sweet is too much for me. It always has been. Red vines. Red vines over Twizzlers. Anyone who chooses Twizzlers, I don't know what's wrong. No judgment. I don't judge anybody, but they're not for me. Red vines over Twizzlers all day, every day. I think they're both kind of gross, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, they're, they're just they're sugar trash. I gotta stop eating it. Um, so that's my problem. That keeps me from being disciplined. Um, yeah. But I want to work on that, and it's something I know could be better at. So I'm trying to hone in and focus on that. So 180 or bust is the plan. Okay. So that's where I'm at right now. Taking a break from competition, rehabbing my body, losing weight properly, and just uh, staying okay. consistent and leading by example. Just trying to do everything I do is try to lead by example with my jujitsu, with um, how I act, how I carry myself. Is like I'm not going to tell anybody advice or anything that I'm not willing to do myself, and that's how I always felt, and that's how I, that's how I feel about leaders. You know, a good Big leader facts. will never ask you to do something that they're not willing to do, and not show up. They're not going to require you to do something that they can't do. Big facts. Big you know? facts. It's funny. It's funny because uh, I've been in, I've played a lot of sports throughout my whole life, and what you just said. People don't necessarily know that that's how they feel, but I've seen it on so many different teams mm-hmm. where the best player is not necessarily the team captain. It happens in basketball. It happens yeah. in football. It's the person that they're like, yo, he leads by example. He doesn't skip reps. He doesn't, like, he may not be the best guy, but he's the guy that whenever I'm, like, looking weak or feeling weak and I look over and I know he feels the same way, but I can't tell. That's who the captain usually is, you know? Yeah. So it, it it's true. And honestly, that's who I'm trying to be more of, especially even in the gym. I, know, I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't complain as much. I kind of just shut up. And if people are complaining, I'm like, let's bring it on. Let's go. Let's bring more. Yeah. Look, you know, we were at one <laughs> comp class and we had just did pyramids and you said that shit. And I was like, I almost forgot we were friends. I was like, I was nah, like bro. next round, brother. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to lead by example. Like I may not be the fittest dude, but I'm going to be willing to be in the trenches and, and push myself and try to push my teammates. And, I, and I'm sorry if you guys hate me for it. But if you want to get better, that's you got to kill the weakness. No, nah, I, so I feel you. Like in the moment, I was like, I was like, this fucking dude, man. <laughs> but afterwards, like you appreciate it because in the moment, you're like, yo, this this sucks. Yeah, it, like because it's not. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't like because like, you want to fucking quit. Like, like I wanted to quit. I'm be honest I, with you. I, I wanted to quit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if he's ever gonna watch this. If he ever does, I hope he watches this episode, bro. That shit is not fun. That calm class is not fun, dude. That it, it is hard. But what you said about tapping into your childhood, I played so much sports as a child. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like in the moment, it's not fun. But at the end of the day, it reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. The fucking going to practice, the grime, the sweating it out, the the pushing through it. That's what I enjoy about it. But in the moment, he's like, come on, they're just up downs. I'm like, oh, yeah, easy for you. Like, yeah. Well, secretly, I practice those all the time by myself. You're a maniac. And I just, I torture myself so much that it's like, try and break me. Try and break me. Don't watch that part, Armin. Try and break me. Don't watch that part, Armin. That's why I skip all the comp classes. I'm not going anymore. I'm not going going no condition class, nothing. 
No, no like I have to do, I have to slow down and like do things my way. I can't push myself in those right now. I, I will. I'll be back. I'll be back. But yeah, I'll, I'll be back because it's like a, it's like a challenge. Like I don't like yeah, it in the that's, moment. That's why we. But back. I love the challenge of it because it's never the same. It's never easy, and it's always gonna be like, yo, like what does he do all day? Does he just think of like, oh, I know how I'm gonna torture them today, <laughs> you know? No, uh, one thing I learned. Um, when I was in the military was if you're being tortured, if you find a way to enjoy it, it somehow becomes fun. So that's why I talk shit to him. Like we always have to do extra because of me. I'm sorry guys, but that's legit how I, like that's, that's legit how <laughs> okay. I get through it is being able to like talk my crap back to him. Okay. Well, on that note, I think we'll stop poking the bear. Um, and we should be right about an hour. We've had a lot of stuff go on. Hopefully my editing skills are good enough to hide it all. They're great. We'll see. Um, anyways, everyone, thank you so much for tapping into oh, the... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go. Say say, say I'm, less. I'm reiterating. I'm making this run. I've never like really competed before, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, if anybody who's competing in... Jiu-Jitsu tournaments within January to May, June, and you want that smoke, shoot me a message. I might join that tournament, you know? He said bring that smoke, yo. Yeah. Bring yeah. that smoke. I'm looking for someone specific, but I don't know his name, so I'm not going to do the dramatic camera look. And, oh, you know, know. oh, there's someone on the circuit you've seen before that, that took you out or something? No, nah, the dude, the dude who got me in my last tournament, bro. I was up okay. nineteen points, and he caught me with that, uh, with that ankle straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching the film, and I was like, I won't get into it on camera, but I was kind of mad at myself. Okay. He definitely won the match. He's a good competitor, but I'll see you again, bro. Speaking of your last tournament, I know one of your last competitors. Which one? Sideshow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's he, the... he was a smaller guy in the gi, in my gi bracket. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, I know him. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that I knew him and you guys competed together. I didn't even know. I, I didn't know until I, like, I saw a video uh, that he had posted with you guys or something like that. Oh, yeah. Look, so I, I barely seen the video a couple weeks ago, I think, or like actually today, I think. Okay. I seen it today. I like you, I think you told me about it a couple weeks ago and I seen yeah. it today. Um. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that off camera. But I do respect the dude because he he's honestly a lot stronger than he looks. And no, he, no, he's 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 t- he's good. His game is solid, and I, I was confused because I was like, I didn't know it was an open weight. I didn't think it was an open weight, ah. and he signed up, and I looked over. I was like, okay, like <laughs> he did this willingly, like he wanted that smoke, and those are the type of people I respect. Yo, respect. So, Yo, sideshow wanted that smoke. Um, if you end up watching this, bro, respect. Taking on yeah. all the smoke. You're a better man than I am because I ain't trying to take no smoke. I'm trying to go yeah. down the road. You <laughs> fucking big. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, that's it, man. Uh, keep me accountable, guys. And if y'all want to catch it in a tournament, catch some rounds, let me know. All right. So we got, uh, was it, underscore Darce Daddy at- Darce underscore Daddy. Underscore yeah. again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's Darce underscore Daddy underscore. So check uh, DJ Jones out. Uh, they are on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, please like, subscribe. Uh, we are at My Jiu-Jitsu Academia everywhere except for X. We're MJJA Podcast because we couldn't have a handle that long. And My Jiu-Jitsu was taken. So trying to figure all this out still. 
Uh, so yeah, check us out. Spotify, uh, Apple, uh, still not on Google, Amazon, and YouTube. That wraps us up, y'all. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for watching. Uh, again, please like, subscribe uh, if you want more of this content. Please uh, give us tips, notes, anything you want to see changed. Like I said, our sets will be changing. Lighting on this is going to be interesting because we had a lighting change. We shot this uh, spontaneously. So, yeah. 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 Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a blessed day.